0: Full of Sound and Fury is a podcast for adults, by adults, containing adult language. Listener discretion is advised. get the way (laughs) it's okay the longhorns lost it's just the way they did it was such a kick in the nuts but anyway uh let's open it up uh for our first marvel march madness episode in 50 episodes (laughs) i can't fucking believe it had been that long i can't believe we didn't revisit the idea in five fucking years
1: yeah uh, yeah and i'm honestly it's a little daunting uh a lot has happened. <laughs> a lot of things have come out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. King is a, King got arrested in real life.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. That was... I, I mean, it's all alleged and everything, but that was pretty disappointing news. Uh...
0: Does his lawyer plead variant? Is that the play? <laughs> <laughs> is his lawyer going to be Charlie Cox? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Please let that happen. Even as like a joke. I know I forgot to... There was one year where I couldn't... I think it was like the, the first year afterwards, the next March. I just couldn't think of anything that would work. And then I have no excuse for the next four years. I just completely did not do it. <laughs> and there were so many ways we could have done it. But we'll go back to our roots with this one. Okay. Um, I'm going to take Ant-Man and the Wasp, colon, Mania off the board. Okay. Because it's awkwardly the 31st film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's also it's also still in theaters. It's true, and so, and the, the power rankings like last time are going to be based on box office. Okay, okay. So I don't know what its final box office is. Although I don't, my understanding is it's not trending very well, and that was before the assault allegations.
1: Yeah, who knows? Maybe that'll give it a bump. Who could say? <laughs> America.
0: I think this will go fast. From the, uh, I mean, <laughs> like thirty versus one. I mean, it's just. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah
0: and i don't know how you feel about this but i feel like one is very obvious yeah i mean i i know who i feel like should win this but two <laughs> through five i think that could be some spirited debate
1: yeah yeah and i mean the numbers you say we're going by box office right so i guess for rank for for the ranking not for the actual bracket am i am i right on that is it my, is that the uh, correct interpretation
0: one and in the same that, okay. that's 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 how the, I set the bracket up one will go for the 30 29 versus two
1: yeah, yeah okay but but we'll 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 hash through who actually wins in each uh, round we're not gonna let the box office kind uh, of no, no, drive no. any of that discussion so yeah. that's cool cool G-
0: just the initial seating just like last time
1: okay gotcha
0: all right <laughs> our first quote-unquote match <laughs> 2008's a credible Hulk versus Avengers Endgame. <laughs>
1: Uh, let's move. on. <laughs> Endgame wins. Don't even don't even need Mjolnir to go into Cap's hand for that one.
0: Sorted. Quick discussion topic, tangentially related: Is Incredible Hulk the worst film in the in the, uh, oh. the pantheon?
1: Man, that is a good question. I think it's a good, it's a solid contender for that. And I mean, it's all relative. I mean, it's still entertaining to watch, at least for me. But. Certainly not as uh, rewatchable uh, as a lot of the other entries, which I'm sure we'll talk about. Certainly not as rewatchable as Endgame. Definitely top three of the worst, or bottom it's, three? It's, How does that work? Yeah.
0: yeah, it's it's down there, but I don't know that I would have it as the worst one. Coming in at number 29, we have, somewhat surprisingly, Captain America the First Avenger. Uh-huh. Against number two, not surprising at all, Avengers Infinity War.
1: <laughs> and none of these, are these numbers are just for inflation? <laughs>
0: don't think so, um, mostly because, well, I started to say it hasn't been that long, but <laughs> 2022 is... had a is, bit of a spike. Yeah, yeah. There's some <laughs> the externalities driving some of this shit, too, as you'll see yeah. here momentarily.
1: The good news is the vast majority of the movies were before that spike, so yes, there is still some inflation to be accounted for, but maybe not as much as uh, uh, stuff that came out last year, for example.
0: Right. Yeah, there, there there's some there's some covid problems here. Yeah.
1: So it's uh okay, Infinity War versus uh First Avenger. I mean, I I don't I don't have uh a, a, too many bones to pick here. It's Infinity War is actually one of my favorites uh yeah. overall MCU, but uh that First Avenger has a lot of heart. I mean, uh that that was a solid first Cap film to kind of get people introduced to the character and really build something up. So uh, kudos to the, to Joe Johnson and folks, but infinity war for me.
0: 2011 was a seminal year for MCU. It was yeah. their, their first non successful, non iron man films, <laughs> right? And they were both very different. Yeah. <laughs> you had Joe Johnson's captain America and Kenneth Branagh's Thor. Uh, yeah. Yeah. This one, I'm going to say I'm surprised it's that low. All right. Coming in at twenty eight, we have Black Widow against number three, Spider Man, No Way Home.
1: I mean, come on, <laughs> this is almost unfair. This 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 end of the bracket is just yeah. Uh, is no No Way Home? I mean,
0: it won't be competitive for a while. I feel.
1: Yeah, No Way Home is like it makes other Spider Man movies better.
0: <laughs> like I just. <laughs> I have nothing to add to that. We're really not. <laughs> Done. Number, number twenty-seven, Eternals. Um, the conjunction list is just Eternals, which I never really thought about till now. Huh. Against the Avengers.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, the thes, right? It, I think it's really Avengers about takes... the conjunction function. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Avengers takes it. I mean, it's just the. Uh, I've watched Avengers. I don't know how many times. I. Eternals has a lot going for it. I think people malign it in ways that is maybe a little extreme. Thanks, a Internet. Yeah, what, there what, yeah. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh you know, we're 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 really uh we've we've we're, we're splitting hairs in all these uh, in a lot of different ways. It's a miracle that we can even talk about an Eternals movie <laughs> compared to an Adventures movie. Uh and I I I said I say that because it's just it's it wows me to this day. Um but uh it's Adventures.
0: Or, or the, our, the our, Avengers. our previous champion,
1: right, right, yeah, I recall.
0: Twenty six, I think. Oh, I, I think we have our first upset possibly here. Twenty six, Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings versus Avengers: Age of Ultron.
1: Ooh, I, I gotta give it to Shang Chi. I mean, just my gut reaction. I mean, it's newer, so the newness maybe uh, is a factor for me i'll admit but in terms of overall fun i mean the avengers you know i still have that great chemistry amongst them in age of ultron but in terms of the fun top to bottom just thinking about it like the fun and the pacing and how rewatchable it might be i think shang chi is more rewatchable than age of ultron
0: this one's tough um both movies they're good but they have very noticeable flaws Shang-Chi was laboring under the fact that it, it was working they were trying to rehabilitate, I think is probably the best word. A a uh, <laughs> the clumsy attempts at diversity that we had left over from the nineteen seventies. Fifty years later.
1: You're you're putting it very nicely.
0: <laughs> yeah. I well, you know, it, it's it's I know it looks bad now, but at the time it was progress. That's the part that really hurts my heart.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny cause I, uh, Joe and I had talked to Jim Starlin about that, uh, when she, uh, did a panel with him back in WonderCon. I don't know how many years ago, five years ago now. Uh, and he was, he was saying the same thing. He's like, you know, I didn't know what I was doing. I was just trying to bring some more representation. They asked me to make this character and I just did the best I could with, you know, what I, what I could do in the seventies. <laughs> um, but there's also like the legacy be around that and stuff that, you know, not Starlin's fault, but, uh, challenging uh to modern sensibilities to say the least
0: oh yeah and then age of ultron the mcu is a delicate balancing act uh we've said this many times a lot of people that aren't bitter have said this as well <laughs> but this particular movie is one of the ones where i think they, they re- you can really see how hard it was to get it right because i don't know that they hit all the notes
1: they had to carry a lot of water for later aspects of the Infinity Saga in that movie. It's just tough. It's just tough to do.
0: It had a lot of moving pieces. I mean, they were basically retiring the first Avengers. Yeah. I don't know if anyone's ever admitted this, but I don't think it was the Infinity Saga yet until Age of Ultron. I
1: think you're right. I think they decided that they needed to do something bigger for the what would be the third Avengers, and then it turns to three and four. But I think you're right. I think they they were just they didn't understand the shape and the scope of what they wanted to do until right around the time they started making that movie I think cuz they're like oh you got to shove infinity stones you got to get we got to get the mind stone somehow in there you got to do all this other stuff so this, avengers, the...
0: avengers changed the game and really drove the idea that the marvel cinematic universe was going to be a success
1: Yes, I think the success of that movie was like, oh my god, we can actually make, we we can do this.
0: (laughs) Everyone knew they were building to it, and and, but then they hit them, they hit the mark. Yeah, and then it was like, okay, so Joss has has seated Thanos, and the most famous Thanos story is the Infinity Gauntlet. Yep. Now what do we do?
1: (laughs) 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 How are we gonna do this?
0: Yeah, but it's it's got some it's got some great scenes in it. Yeah. You know the the start versus Hulk was great.
1: Yes, first reference to Wakanda as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I can remember anyway. I mean, uh, I don't think they talked about in First Avenger where the shield material came from for his shield. I think that was Wakanda got his first call out in Age of Ultron as well. It's a tough one. Yeah. I, honestly, I I could go with a coin flip on this. Uh, I I feel like Shang Chi is more watchable to me, but I'm also a Kung Fu movie fan, so I have that bias uh to, to, to my selection, so it just feels like a coin flip.
0: I think ultimately I wish I liked the story in Shang-Chi better. Like it it's fine, but it's it's also kind of unremarkable.
1: Yeah. Honestly I think that's kind of a hallmark of a lot of phase four movies is the story, the plot is is very much a straight arrow without a lot of flourish. And it's kind of like a standalone graphic novel that introduces a character or furthers a story, but doesn't doesn't do a whole lot of other stuff like the way Age of Ultron does, which has its challenges, as we were just talking about. It seems like Phase Four has a lot more stories like that, though, at least in my opinion.
0: Well, I think that that gets back to why it's 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 so divisive, because no, the ones that aren't are actually very very good. As we'll see here as we keep talking, I think. Uh, I think I'm going to go Shang-Chi as well. Okay. It, it's real close. And I think the fact that it's close kind of is an indictment of of Ultron.
1: <laughs> sure.
0: All right, all right. First upset. Okay, here we go. That brings us to our next battle here. Number 25, Thor. Kenneth Barnard's Thor. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, well, this is going to be a beat down. Number six, Black Panther.
1: Oh, but yeah, let's let's go.
0: Right. <laughs> so Thor, right? <laughs>
1: Fuck's sake!
0: <laughs> no. <I'm kidding. laughs> I want to give a shout out to Brana for not falling on his face with that flick. Yeah. And um, introducing like arguably the MCU's most beloved character in Loki.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Who still has legs to this day? I mean, so does Thor, uh, but Loki will continue in, a, I think, a much more directly impactful way to the multiverse saga than uh, perhaps thor does at least for now
0: thor had some catching up to do yeah in terms of like his popularity with the fan base they got there it took him a while yeah yeah number 24 ant-man versus number seven iron man three
1: <sighs> this one's tough i feel ant-man has a lot of charm iron man three I also really like.
0: All of his charm is from from RDJ.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This is true. Yes, Iron Man three has all the charm from Robert Downey Jr. Versus Ant Man has Michael Douglas charm, has the Paul Rudd charm, has the Evangeline Lily charm to some extent. I forget the name of uh, Scott's daughter, the actress that plays uh, her, but also Marvel. It's okay. Yeah. Um, You're off the hook. Yeah, I, I, I gotta say it. I feel like it's close, but I, I gotta, I gotta give it to Ant Man personally.
0: That's where I'm leaning to. Ant Man, Ant Man's hampered a little bit by the fact that Yellow Jacket is just not very interesting. Yeah, yeah. But Iron Man's three, Iron Man 3's second act can go straight to hell. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm on record with this. I hated that Home Alone bullshit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: They fixed it towards the end, but it, it, the middle part of that film is very hard to watch. I, I think. I don't care yeah. if he did come to the fucking funeral or not.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, oh, I don't disagree. He's a
0: little shit in that movie. <laughs> Given how much chemistry he would let her have with Holland, it, it really doesn't hold up.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. That's a good point.
0: All right, so we, all right. Two, two upsets. All right, cool. Two upsets. All right, number. Okay, now, are oh, yeah, we're entering we're entering <laughs> oh, oh shit territory. Uh oh. Okay. Yeah, this is gonna get gonna get a lot slower. Strap in, folks. At number twenty three, we have the original Iron Man. At number eight, Captain America: Civil War.
1: Oof. Oh. <laughs> I mean, oh. What what really gets me is that Civil War has Iron Man like moments built into it amongst a greater cast of characters. The whole like Bucky and Falcon, like I hate you type of, type of <laughs> dynamic that they have there, and the just the oh, there's a lot of Iron Man in Civil War, uh, it's very much a continuation of his story, as, if, yes. as much if not more so than Steve Rogers. <sighs> that is hard, I think. I, I just Maybe if maybe it's just uh,
0: Iron Man is so foundational. It, it yes. feels it, but it's uh, it's a tough draw.
1: You're kind of saying, you know, well, is it Iron Man one or Iron Man four? In a sense, I I, I feel like I got to give it to Iron Man personally. Maybe it's just reverence for the original, the thing that started it all, and acknowledging the the complete like they were ad libbing that script. They didn't know where they were going. Civil War is, you know, a product of a different era in the MCU uh, and very well done. It's
0: pre-Disney acquisition. Civil War is? It, uh, Iron Man. Oh, Iron Man. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Iron Man is.
1: And it still has so much of that MCU vibe that it it's seeded forward decades later. So, I, I mean, I just, just for that, I guess uh, maybe it's respect for the elders <laughs> or something. But uh, Iron Man, I think, gets it for me.
0: Shit, we're gonna have to fight about this. Um, but
1: I'm willing to be convinced. I gotta be honest. I'm willing to be convinced.
0: All right, well, I'll, 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 let me take a few minutes for rebuttal here. Go um, for it. Civil War, it might have the best acting in the whole damn cinematic saga. Everyone gets their moment, and everyone sells it. And I think another thing about it that I really like that I don't think it, everyone anyone ever discusses, and it probably should get more credit. If people, I guess they just don't see it. Steve's wrong. <laughs> and the, the film old. is <laughs> him, the film is him kind of figuring that out. It's why he becomes nomad.
1: Does he figure it out? I don't know. I feel like they don't, they just leave it open. They don't really let him.
0: It's open to the very end when he, when, when he's writing that, he's writing that letter. He
1: apologizes. To he apologizes to Tony, but I don't know if he was apologizing. Cause I don't know. I guess I'd have to listen through the, 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 the final letter one more time. But, uh, because my takeaway, just out of, I haven't watched that movie in a while, was the recollection that he does apologize to Tony, but not for going against the Sokovia Accords. But maybe he did. I just i uh, just don't remember.
0: It definitely works in the origins of both the Black Panther and Spider-Man as well, in yep. a very busy movie. And goddamn Daniel Brühl is good in that movie. Yes. As, as long as we're talking about closing monologues, he's his is, oh, mwah, chef's kids.
1: Yeah, I have that... you're you're convincing me and I I think um, you know in contrast to Age of Ultron which we were just talking about Civil War had a lot of work to do as well as you were just saying set up Spider-Man and integrate him in a way that makes sense that you feel like set up a
0: whole nation in Wakanda
1: set up a whole nation a whole other like massive uh, aspect of the MCU to come in Wakanda give uh, T'Challa stakes that makes that matter to him that makes sense but it had tied into the larger stakes which it did and not right away they could have they could have had a cheat and had i was thinking about this the other day i don't know why but they could have they could have uh had uh tachaka like die for some reason in the in the nigerian building at the beginning or something and they didn't they let the story kind of play out a little bit and let things kind of build up in a way that i think just just really really well done the yeah, surprise
0: man. at the surprise at the end is legitimately surprising.
1: Yes, they withheld information in a way that wasn't kind of like I didn't feel offended as a, as a viewer.
0: And and more and moreover, they were they were teasing it from the very fucking beginning. I I felt dumb. Well, I mean, there, I I figured it out I think before everyone else did, about thirty seconds. And I was I remember going, "Oh no!" And remember, <laughs> everyone remember was looking at me looking at me like I dropped my coke or something.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I think um,
0: it was the beginning of the that's where the Rose of brothers began their legend.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, winter soldier gets them started, but I think they for real showed that like, we can do these Avengers style movies if with, with civil war really well done. I mean, I I'm willing to let this go with civil war. Honestly, it is a great film.
0: Yeah. And we're going to have a lot of these Sophie's choices. It's just going to get harder for me. Yeah.
1: I mean, I'm starting to, I'm starting to forward project about the stuff we've already picked. And like, Man, this is gonna suck later on. Might
0: might be Natasha's best movie as well.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, it's it's that it's that or um, the Winter Soldier. But...
1: Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. Oh, Jesus
0: Christ! Number twenty-two, <laughs> Iron Man two. Number nine, Spider-Man: Far From Home.
1: Oh, the middle entries of both. Yeah.
0: <laughs> both. Oh. Got a pair of deuces here.
1: I, I think just uh, strangely enough, I, I, despite the fact that Iron Man Two introduces Rhodey and gives Tony some some real stakes of, with his uh, his health condition and everything, I feel like I got to give it to Far From Home. Mysterio was a pretty great villain.
0: Yes, and he had the, he had very high difficulty to make him good. <laughs> yes,
1: <laughs> like that's you gotta you gotta work hard to make him scary from the jump. Like maybe you can build it up, and I know like Ultimate Universe and stuff in the comics have done that, but from the jump that dude was a serious threat and uh they really i think they really played the played peter's naivete at being just whatever 16 17 years old well into that uh in in a way where he's clearly in a bigger world and has been gifted some stuff that he's too young to really like grapple with necessarily and then Mysterio starts taking advantage of that stuff and it, it just goes places. I think uh, between the two, that I think Far From Home uh, edges out Iron Man too.
0: I like how they reversed his uh, his character arc in the second film. It's the exact opposite. He desperately wants to be a hero in the first one <laughs> yeah. and this one he's like, no, fuck this. I, I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: I want a this, girlfriend. I just want to be normal. More...
0: The, right. This, these are very long hours. I did not sign up for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I miss my Xbox.
1: Yeah. And it's, it's classic Peter in a lot of ways too. He gets the crap beat out of him. He has to recuperate. He needs support. He thinks it through, but at the end of the day, his ingenuity and his craft and his, and his, uh, his own, it's not just his powers. He has to use his mind and his guts to beat Mysterio at the end, uh, with a little spider sense, but still, um, I, I think, uh, I think it's. I think. I think it's just the better one.
0: I have an Iron Man two short shrift. That movie has aged extremely well.
1: It has. A lot of fun. That I'll. I'll never. I'll. I. I occasionally, I just think about the, uh, the the suit, the the suitcase armor, like uh, or the briefcase armor sure. that is like so freaking cool to this freaking day. But Whiplash, I mean, Justin Hammer was hilarious and a good villain in a sense.
0: He's, his and I. am Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell's yes. take—it's very underrated.
1: Yes, yes, I agree. I and, just think that the movie hangs know, R- together a little bit differently.
0: Rook's R- whiplash is pretty good.
1: It's okay. I just feel like yeah. uh, it wasn't—it it wasn't as. Uh, even though, like the, the whole Anton Vanko thing and everything is tied to the Stark family, it didn't feel as personal and connected to to. To the hero in terms of the, what the villain was trying to do the way that Far From Home did uh, just, just felt a little bit weaker
0: it's undermined a little bit as well by that whole Tony is dying
1: and he's his thing. own worst enemy because of that there's like yeah. really like three villains Tony against himself Justin Hammer versus Tony and then Vanco versus Tony and I think it kind of they couldn't explore as deeply some of those aspects as they maybe wanted in the runtime.
0: yeah I, I think Spider-Man I think uh, I think uh, far from Home probably is the uh, the right answer. It, it's close. I, I feel. I, I, don't, I don't know how, yeah. how how you feel about that, but
1: I I agree. It's close.
0: And yeah. Shit. Anything versus Iron Man is going to be close. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that that'll put number twenty one, Ant Man and the Wasp, against uh, number ten Captain Marvel.
1: Oh, uh, I'm thinking on this one. I'm just I'm just going to think out loud here. I feel like Captain Marvel had more scenes that I felt were emotional, like pot like good ones that I felt like they were like emotional and strong between Carol and Marie Rambeau um and and stuff like that. And I felt like that movie touched on different themes in Ant-Man and the Wasp was but Ant Man and the Wasp, I think the humor in Ant-Man and the Wasp is what, you know, is a is a big hallmark of that film. And I thought it was the the uh, the the three X Cons, uh, they really they they really uh, shine in that one even more than in the first one. This is a tough one. This is a tough one.
0: It's tough for me as well, but for a different reason. I I actively dislike both these movies.
1: <laughs> okay, so which one do you dislike um, less?
0: Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Cap- Captain Marvel for me was such a miss. They had I just didn't like the way they set it up. And there were some acting choices that Brie Larson made, who is great in the role, made that I I didn't, I think she kind of robbed Carol of what makes Carol Carol. Well, I said Carol a lot in one sentence, and I apologize. (laughs) And then you have the, the construct that still drives me crazy when I think about it, where they clearly, they didn't trust her to carry the movie, the character, I mean. And so they had this whole thing with the scrolls where they were were and where the the real being that they're they're the victims not the aggressors.
1: They could have made it just about her being brainwashed by the Cree without the scrolls being involved at all. And I think had enough of a stakes for her to rebel against the Cree and become who she becomes without necessarily having the scrolls be there. I think they could have done a story like that and I think that might have let them Make things a little bit more personal for Carol in that in that movie than they ended up being with all the scroll stuff. I mean, Talos is, is cool, and I, I I I like that they created that character and put in there, but they could have done that somewhere else.
0: <laughs> there, there's a lack of vulnerability with the way they've done Carol Danvers so far that I think is kind of false. They're, I guess they're that. Tr- they're trying so hard to prove that she's a tough bat badass bitch, which she is. That's but that's only part of the character.
1: Yeah. It makes me curious about what they're going to do
0: with the Marvels, And it, it's fascinating, too, because, you know, Steve is a very similar character, but he he wears his emotions on his sleeve and it feels like he's stronger for it. I hear you. I hear you. It, it's just it's just weird that that's where they got. But, but I, I mean, they, they've got some missteps with their superhero ones at this point. I I feel. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Black Widow should have should have had a Black Widow trilogy. I'm not I'm not even <sighs> going to should have had a Black Widow trilogy. Ages ago. Yeah, I will say I, no more.
0: But then, then there's they, they make some frankly bizarre decisions with Hope in the second film. <laughs> she's running around like Billie Eilish, and so I don't, I don't know who the hell thought that was a good idea. And then she's, I mean, I guess they were trying to be like she felt betrayed, but she just comes off as kind of whiny and bitchy. I thought, <laughs> I just, I don't, know. I don't think you, I, I think I see what they were going for with it, but I don't know that they hit the note.
1: It was tough to, it was tough to, I think the echoes of civil war in that movie, they were, there was, those were, they didn't quite like connect them properly. Right. There was like, it felt disjointed, like hopes upset about what Scott decided to do and how it compromised everything. But we didn't, we, we heard it, we were told it, not shown it. And I think that hurt, but I. I can also see, like, well, where are you going to put that? I mean, I guess you could put it at the beginning of the movie if you wanted to, but it's not part of the story of the movie, and that that seems challenging. I mean, it's on them to fix that. I mean, that's 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 the name of the game. But uh, I felt like that. I think I think that's kind of where you're getting at. Is uh, at least that's my interpretation of it. Is there? She was really upset, and so was so was uh, Hank. And I felt like unduly so. On I, you know, and maybe this is a topic for another podcast. But I feel like uh, overall, Scott Lang gets shed on a lot in the mcu uh in endgame in particular sure. uh, and it's like why <laughs> i that part i never really understood it's one thing that's always a little bothered me a little bit
0: you don't find it funny
1: sometimes but i feel like it's, it's kind it, of it, overboard it, it,
0: it's th- okay that's fair it, i mean it's definitely done for comedic effect
1: yeah yeah but like uh when roadie just like constantly like gives him shit in uh endgame i'm like folks Without him, none of this is possible. Can we just at least, you know, make him feel included? <laughs> like at least show him being included a little bit more. It felt like it was it was it was missing. Uh, and Hank, of course, always uh, ribs him. But uh, and I, I've I've seen Ant Man three, and I think they they, they do a little they they do that a little bit less there. But uh, it, it bugged me, especially in End Game, where they're just well, constantly.
0: Well, I would think post End Game, he's kind of proved himself. Maybe that's what they were kind of like going for. Well. I
1: mean... I... Yeah, you'll see it you'll see when you watch Quantum Mania, like he has and then the way they the way they play on that for more jokes, I think some of it hits and some of it misses.
0: I guess they do it a lot, but it doesn't feel false. I mean at the end of the day he is Ant Man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That is kind of inherently lame. (laughs) Even he thought so. He wanted to change the name. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Did we come to any decision it feels like we did not?
1: I uh I I would vote uh, if I have to vote and I have to press a button uh I'm giving it to Captain Marvel.
0: All right, I'm fine with that. Done and done. All right, uh brings us to our next contestant. At number 20 in box office we have uh Thor of the Dark World. Oh man. Oh, this is this is going to be a, this is going to be another fast one. Versus number 11 Doctor Strange in, in the Multiverse of Madness.
1: Oh, well, yeah, Multiverse
0: of Madness, I think. Okay, yeah. yeah, Done, done. I don't think we even need to discuss why. <laughs> <laughs> A cruising along, we have uh, number 19, Doctor Strange. Uh, no subtitle. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, number 12, Spider-Man Homecoming.
1: Oh, I, uh, my gut says Homecoming pretty solidly, but... I really yeah. enjoyed Doctor Strange too. This is difficult, but not difficult. Like I understand the mechanics of it, and I really enjoy both films. But I definitely enjoy Homecoming more. I guess maybe I hate to see Doctor Strange go out so early in the bracket. Sure, <laughs> but it is what it is.
0: But I mean, we've we've already thrown out both Iron Mans. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Ugh.
0: Excuse me, all three, all three Iron yeah, Mans. Yeah, let's gone. not
1: let's not look behind let the wake be that we've left behind. <laughs>
0: It's just Robert Downey Jr. over and over again. As, as it turns, wow. Yikes. <laughs> that is that is amazing. I didn't uh, realize none of them got out of the first round. Okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, hope coming was great. Yeah. And Doctor Strange is, is pretty good. Yeah. I think it really is that simple. Okay, uh, number 18, Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Uh, number 13, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2.
1: Winter Soldier is that far down? In box office? I'm surprised.
0: <laughs> we had this exact conversation five years <laughs> no, ago. Oh, we did?
1: <laughs> uh, Winter Soldier for me.
0: People did not like that movie. I don't know what? why. It's like, what?
1: <laughs> ah! <laughs> what? Yeah. Maybe people don't like that... Um... Things that are good? <laughs> it's the same with Falcon and Winter Soldier. Like, Do people not like that area? That 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 part of the MCU? Just the... Like I don't know what it, what do you want to call it, like the militaristic end of it. I mean, it's only slightly militaristic. I mean, it is militaristic, but it, but it's not Sorry. like everybody's a soldier either.
0: Outside of the Wonder Soldier, I yeah. would <laughs> I would posit there may be two things going on at the same time, and you can tell me if you think this is bullshit or not. Number one, there is a faction of moviegoer that just hates the fact that the Marvel Cinematic Universe is a good thing, <laughs> and has kind of changed Hollywood into what it is now, whether that's worked or not. So they're going to hate on all Marvel films. Okay. And then that is coupled with the fact that it's not, it's, it, it's, they're totally very different from the rest of the MCU.
1: They are, but that's, I don't know. I, I mean, you, I bet you agree with me. That's a strength, like not, not a weakness.
0: If you do it well, it's a strength and they do yeah. it well. The first case of that, like like you said, um, when the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, people were like, just didn't like it. When it was clearly excellent. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm like, I just, it just blows my mind. Yeah. To this day.
0: Guardians 2, which is is getting the X here, let's, let's be clear. That's another very busy flick. Yeah. Too yep. busy, I think. Yeah. It's very Age of Ultron, because it does have its moments.
1: It does have its moments, but I, I,
0: I yeah. think overall it's a, it's a little bit of more messy than it you'd want from a a movie that's going to go on at, out of the first round, so to speak.
1: Another one of those, I think, where they let James Gunn do whatever he wanted in the cosmic Marvel stuff because they didn't really probably have like a solid idea of what they wanted to do, and it was fun, but it also felt like you could kind of just do whatever, <laughs> and so a lot of stuff got seeded out there and.
0: Too much stuff. It's yeah, it's very weird. unfocused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it, it's one of the rare cases where I think his brand of humor went a little too far for me. There's that sequence where Yondo is just just <laughs> executing all of his like treasonous <laughs> officers, and it's set to like this kitschy happy go lucky yeah, music, yeah. and I'm like, this this feels cringe. <laughs> <laughs> I am deeply uncomfortable <laughs> at this moment. <laughs> at number seven. Number seventeen. Thor, Love and Thunder, versus number 14, Thor Ragnarok.
1: Oh, I don't know. I feel like Ragnarok takes it pretty handily. Yeah. Love and Thunder was fun. Loved uh, Jane Foster Thor. Great to see that on screen. And I hope somehow, I know it's hoping against hope that they bring her back. Maybe for Secret Wars, because everybody will just be back for Secret Wars, probably. But uh, I think Ragnarok's the better film.
0: If they don't bring her back, it was a wonderful send-off. Yeah, yeah. Jane is one of the few. few well, I was just bitching about that, how they've, that their <laughs> superheroines have been bad, but they they got Jane right. Finally, Took them long so enough. It, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. And Patty Jenkins, Patty Jenkins had to die for this, but. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, ugh. boy, she's having a time of it. Didn't they cancel her Star Wars movie?
1: They did. Rogue Squadron, I believe it was going to be called. Which. Yep. Yeah.
0: Now it's No Squadron. Yeah. All right, and rounding out the first round, number sixteen, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume One versus Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Oh, (laughs) Oh, son of a bitch!
1: (laughs) Son of a bitch is indeed.
0: Man, these are both excellent.
1: Yeah, they're both excellent. I this is tough. This is real tough, and the context of each one is so different. I'm genuinely unsure which way to go. First blush. I'm leaning towards Wakanda Forever because of what they had to do in that film. As we were talking about earlier, that Wakanda got set up in Civil War and in Black Panther as this massive aspect of the MCU, and to have to, in a sense, rotate it away from its biggest (laughs) character because of circumstances outside of the films was tough. And but it also, I feel like. Is weighed down by the need to set up Ironheart and a bunch of other stuff, and and telecom, which I think they did a good job with telecom, but I also think it's—I I feel like it didn't have the same splash that Wakanda did when Wakanda was first introduced. And maybe it's just those are my thoughts because of all the Age of Ultron talk we were having earlier. But it was—it was, it was they were
0: trying to pull the same tri- trick twice, and I would agree they didn't get there, but I thought they got damn close. They, yeah, it was—it was better than the previous attempts telecom was pretty cool that was a really yeah. ni- really nice way and take on Atlantis
1: yeah guardians you know I mean it, it, it was just a different a different. F- I mean, film I mean like uh, a MCU film like com- radically different like
0: I've heard it argued that Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1 kind of sets the tone for what the MCU became
1: I think at least some aspects of it some big aspects yeah. of it yeah and yeah, I, I will it's, say it's, it's a very Marvel film and it's a team film right from the jump. You didn't build that team in previous movies, and I think we've seen in other films that that is very difficult to do. DC, and they did it. They they spawned that entire team in one movie, and you felt like they were a team, a team of misfits, but a team nevertheless by the end of it. And I think that is much to its credit. Just how to weigh that against what kind of forever, I don't know.
0: They're so tonally different. Yes. Although there's a lot of heart to Volume One too.
1: Yeah, yeah. The Peter's mom, that, yeah. that whole thing is yeah.
0: Yeah, when in the reveal, of, you know, where Star Lord comes from. Yeah. Black Panther or Wakanda for other rather uh, struggles with um, with Riri. Like kind of shove her in there. Yeah. It's not terrible, but it's it's noticeably. You know that, 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 that tree thing where you take a branch from a different tree and you graft it on yes, a tree? You try, yeah, 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 try to graft. Yeah. And, and, and it does, it, it's alive, but it's like, hey, why is there a lemon coming out of this cherry tree? <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, they yeah, tried yeah, to do the yeah, Spider Man thing. Yeah, it worked, but. Uh... <laughs> yeah.
1: They tried to do the Spider Man thing from Civil War there. And uh, yeah, it was it was tough. It was tough to, to connect it together.
0: I think. Oh, God. Um... <laughs>
1: it's, it's, t- it's tough.
0: Yeah. It feels wrong to slight Angela Bassett twice, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I think I'm leaning towards Guardians.
1: I'm willing to accept that.
0: Wakanda Forever is a film that's going to age very well. Yeah. I, I really do think Namor Nem- is going to be um, a mover and shaker as we move forward.
1: Have you heard the whole rumor about how uh, Disney will sell its stake in Hulu to get the, the film rights back for Namor and Hulk? No. It's like a whole... It, 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 again, it's, I think it's just rumor, but... Uh, Disney doesn't want to have two two different streaming services either. I think Hulu and Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're that, that part I had heard. They were they were considering selling their sixty seven percent stake. I believe, if not, if I'm not mistaken,
0: correct, yeah, in
1: Hulu uh, to Universal, and they would just get the rights back <laughs> to all their characters that Universal owns, which notably is uh, Hulk and Namor. Seems wild, but what what a, you know wouldn't surprise me either. Anyway, just figured I mentioned.
0: Interesting bargaining chip.
1: Yeah. How do you how do you value Namor and Hulk versus uh, – and being able to make movies, standalone movies for them versus Hulu?
0: <laughs> it was my understanding that they were never going to make a Hulk film by itself again.
1: Yeah, and I, I think uh, it makes sense to some extent uh, just with the nature of the character. But they, can't, they literally cannot even if they want to. And I think that, that goes for all of the Gamma characters.
0: Jesus Christ.
1: That's why you always cameos and everything else.
0: Guys, Black Panther 2, the best movie we're going to axe right here in the first round. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. Uh. just flipped me off. <laughs> He's like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think that probably is fair. I think it's, I think it's the best <laughs> one we're going to kick out of here. All right, we'll, we'll go with Guardians. Well, this way, one Guardians and one Black Panther goes on to, to the second. There we run. go. There I we can go. make my peace with that. Sure. Okay, so whenever are... oh Jesus Christ, well this gets weird in a hurry. Um, <laughs> the way we set this up, our our one and two seed would now play each other.
1: Oh what? <laughs>
0: <laughs> or do you want to reseed? we're like doing <laughs> hockey.
1: Nah, let's just we we gotta live with the choices that we've made. <laughs>
0: let's <laughs> let's
1: go. We already got rid of all
0: three Iron Man films. <laughs> That's right. How much That's more right. damage can we do? We, we don't give a fuck. <laughs> Really, we should ask ourselves, what would Zack Snyder do? There you go. Just, just, just no, no, he just burn it <laughs> to the ground. All right, so, all right, so our first two winners were uh, Avengers: Endgame versus Avengers: Infinity War. Oof. I mean, it's Endgame.
1: It's Endgame. Yeah. I really like Infinity War, though. I, I, I agree, it's Endgame. I'm not changing my, my answer, but, uh, Inf- Infinity War is just so pulse pounding and 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 it moves so solid and so fast and it 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 leaves the audience with such a strong ender that uh i think some folks kind of maybe in the in the discourse tend to kind of act like it's just a stepping stone to end game where all the awesome stuff happens but i feel like a lot of awesome stuff in a sense happens in infinity wars just uh
0: it has enough emotional resonance that it's aged well I, yeah. I, I, I'll uh, I'll I'll take the hit there. I was one of those people that was worried it was going to like not matter as much. And I guess it doesn't because the fourth film is so damn excellent. <laughs> sure, yeah. But it's good. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of heart there. And a lot of and, and a lot of fun action. It's just it's going up against the eventual champ. Let's just be fucking honest let,
1: about hey, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all adults here.
0: <laughs> Alright. So that would ooh. So that that brings us to Spider-Man: No Way Home against the Avengers. Oh. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to play anymore.
1: <laughs> I got to tell you I'm I'm leaning towards Avengers. No Way Home is really yes from a pure fun perspective, but I think I'm going to try to walk myself back the other direction a little bit cuz I think No Way Home uh, is better written. I think No Way Home has much, much more emotional resonance, resonance for all three versions of Peter Parker. <laughs> I think that I, I, my, I guess I'm a little, I, I wish that the team up had happened almost a little sooner in that movie because it felt like just like right at the end, which I get it, it's the way it, it kind of needed to be. But yeah, I, I, I'm walking myself back pretty, pretty quickly here. But, uh, because Avengers was so much fun and it was such a thing at the time where all the heroes coming together was so new and unique. But when you go when you get right down to it and you're talking about the quality of the movie itself and and the kind of resonance that it has, it's it's no way home.
0: I, I feel like it does everything the Avengers does better.
1: Yeah. A lot of villains. You know that and I get it that that was kind of the point, but so many villains to juggle in uh and I I, I gotta tell and you my they,
0: and they don't drop any of them.
1: They don't drop any of them and I was worried about Green Goblin kind of getting short shrift because he's not the MCU Peter's green goblin. And so like, is he going to just kind of be off to the side and kind of maybe have a few quick moments, but that was that fight between those two brutal. And I mean, it kills Aunt May. So, and I don't think it needs to be spoilers uh, folks. This is like two years old now, but major, major uh, use of all, all the villains in, in really meaningful ways. I think, you know, lizard maybe gets a little bit less, to do and whatever but uh
0: okay yeah that's a good point
1: eh, and say man eh, a little bit but they did have their moments and they did and they they it they used it all to kind of draw all three spider-men together by the end and i mean i think people will be talking about no way home for a long time
0: we were just complimenting james guns pulling on the heartstrings at the conclusion of volume one of Garden gardens of the galaxy there's like seven moments left with, <laughs> with, with with that much weight in no way home.
1: I know, right? It just goes back to they they also improved the other Spider-Man films, especially yeah. Andrew Garfield ones. Like
0: it's, it's it, yeah no we, we said it when we did the first review you know about this time last year. It, it's somehow the best version of that character across the different iterations of, of the franchise. Just magical, ma- yeah. It really is. All right, done and done. All right, so let's see. That brings us up to. Okay, so this is always oh, so here's our here, uh, our our little our, our upset machine here, Shang Chi, yeah, Black Panther. <laughs>
1: Welp, uh, so next that's Black Panther, <laughs> Black Panther that movie was a phenomena, an event, uh, tsunami, uh, I don't know, you you name it, it was it was a touchstone of so much.
0: Okay, so that brings us to. This this will be another quick one I think too. It's just going to be outclassed Ant Man versus um, Civil War.
1: Oh yeah, Civil War. Yeah. Which has which is partially an Ant Man movie, so you kind of you get to you get to have some of your your Ant Man in there.
0: Okay, so that brings us to let's yeah, uh, Far from Home versus uh, Captain Marvel.
1: I think Far from Home takes that.
0: Uh, Doctor Strange versus the Winter Soldier.
1: M- Multiverse of Madness, I assume you mean. Yes. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: Winter Soldier, I think I just. And again, yeah, maybe the rest of the internet doesn't doesn't <laughs> doesn't think so, but yeah, I watched Winter Soldier three times in the theater. I mean, like, I, don't I think really I would...
0: do think Multiverse of Madness is a great film, though.
1: It is. It is.
0: Both of these movies are probably criminally underrated
1: yes i i kind of have to agree with you there
0: yeah okay so that brings us to excuse me uh homecoming versus guardians of the galaxy
1: as far as emotional moments and stuff i i feel like guardians takes it just slightly homecoming such a good film i think i'm gonna i think i'm gonna have to give it to to guardians volume one personally very different film. i mean they're different they're so different
0: yeah, I think I think that's the right call. I, I am missing a flick here. <laughs> oh no, we should have an odd number of films. We eliminated fifteen in the first round. Uh,
1: okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Sure. Okay, sure. that's fine. So there's yeah. a there's a buy.
0: Yep. what should have gone to in game, but let's. That's,
1: that... <laughs> <laughs> but okay. But
0: I I don't think there's any pretenders here.
1: No. No. I agree.
0: Okay. Cool. Good enough. Okay. All right. So that brings us to in game versus no way home god damn it
1: kind of... <laughs> end game yeah we said we'd be grown-ups about it okay but man <laughs> that should have been like the last round
0: yeah like the very last we'll, we'll litigate this momentarily but I feel like that's arguably the second best film in the canon okay yeah. uh, Black Panther versus Civil War
1: hmm good villains in both yeah A lot of the same characters. Well, like, uh, yes and no. Um, It's not quite true, but um, very well put together worlds in both.
0: Civil War for me just has all the stuff I love.
1: Yeah. but Man, Black Panther's so good.
0: I know. (laughs) It's round three, though. I mean, this is the Elite Eight. Yeah.
1: I'm going to let Civil War go just because it has Black Panther in it.
0: Right? (laughs) (laughs) That's that's a big part of the reason why I think it's so well done is it's got all the characters done really, really well.
1: Yeah. doesn't have the world of Wakanda so much, but... Yeah. I'll let that slide.
0: Yeah. There's there's a taste, though. Yeah. Okay, so we got Far From Home versus The Winter Soldier. Uh, It's got to be Winter Soldier. Yeah, I think so, too. All right, so Spidey is now off the board. Two cat films. Going on to the to, to, yeah. to the final to the
1: final four. I mean, let's look at the creative teams for <laughs> these final films. You'll find you'll find some commonality.
0: <laughs> okay, well, hey, they they can't win this last one. It's Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy or Thor Ragnarok.
1: <laughs> Oof, Um I, man, I gotta give it to Guardians. I think Ragnarok was pretty great. A lot of great humor, but Guardians also has that the loss of Odin in Ragnarok was touching. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I thought that was a good scene, but doesn't quite have the same impact as the, the star Lord name reveal and, and the, you know, Peter's history and everything. I, I think guardians takes this one.
0: I do. Too. it's close. Yeah. I, I think what kind of does Ragnarok in here is it's, um, they're, they're great for a lot of the same reasons.
1: Yeah. Guardians yeah.
0: just does it a little bit better. Yep. Cool. All right. So okay. So our final four: Avengers Endgame, Captain America: Civil War.
1: Endgame.
0: <laughs> okay. And then for our future civil medalist, <laughs> <laughs> the winners: Captain America: The Winter Soldier or Guardians of the Galaxy.
1: Again, like just very different films. Yeah. And what they do, but I just like Winter Soldier so much. I just, I it just to me, it just comes down to this this point. Like, it's hard for me to like uh, enumerate my reasons. It's just pure gut. I just like Winter Soldier more.
0: Yeah, I think amongst the best of the best, I think that's the way to go. I, 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 I kind of concur. I, I don't know why it's the 18th best movie, film, <laughs> film of time, but I, um I'm here to declare it second only to Avengers: Endgame. There we go. <laughs>
1: We'll fast forward to the end of the tournament.
0: Yeah, yeah. Now we're done. <laughs> <laughs> Math be damned. <laughs> you know, if I had counter for that earlier, um, we could have just give an game a uh, a pass, and then. Sure. Sure. But I don't know. I don't... <laughs> That's Ultimately, more...
1: maybe more interesting this way.
0: <laughs> That's more torture for us.
1: Yeah. I gotta say, having seen Ant Man uh, and the Wasp: Quantum Mania, I, I'm not sure it would have ranked very highly
0: is it 31
1: (laughs) uh i don't know i i I, it was like everything i mean it was really enjoyable if i if i had had a chance or any capability of watching it in the theater again i would have but it's 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 not like the other two movies it is in some ways and it's not at all in other ways and it's very much a kang film as well and it's just another s- example of how the MCU has a lot of things it tries to do with these existing franchises that are not necessarily part of those franchises, but it's got to make it work to, I think, mixed results uh, as a standalone, looking at it as a standalone film, but really as the you know the, tr- the third film in a trilogy as well. So I don't know, Cyrus, I don't know. I'm just trying to think of it in retrospect, like what you might think of it, because given your opinion about Ant-Man and the Wasp, stuff like that, It probably would have gotten lost in one of the in one of the middle rounds.
0: Mm. I'm I'm definitely not rushing out to go see it. I'm very well happy if let that one uh, find its way into Disney Plus.
1: It's worth it for all the Kang stuff, which maybe you know by the end of next week, maybe we'll feel really differently about it. um, Yeah,
0: it's
1: got good moments for Scott and Cassie uh, in particular, and and a little bit for uh, Hank as well, but. It's definitely you, you. You go to it to 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 get the full-throated introduction to Kang.
0: Ballsy for them to do that with Ant Man.
1: Yeah, I, you've probably or perhaps this. a mistake. Yeah, I, I you may have seen this opinion elsewhere, and I I kind of shared. Uh, my my brother actually was the first person to mention it to me, but I've seen it elsewhere on social media. This should have been more of a Fantastic Four film. But they didn't they haven't introduced them yet. But this story is more of a fantastic four type story i think i'd believe it but hey they, they didn't have him to, to play with uh at least by just you know they decided not to have him to play with i guess precisely because they do this was a <laughs> yeah. conscious decision
0: on their part yeah i mean and paul rudd despite his agelessness is not getting any younger
1: <laughs> yeah yeah and honestly i think uh that in the ending in particular i think they i think there was a good rivalry there between scott and and uh at the towards the very end between scott and kang which i think you, you see in the trailer so i'm not really spoiling anything mm-hmm. um but it just yeah it it should have i think it should ultimately should have been the fantastic four that uh that dealt with all that stuff more than the ant family but i guess also you know maybe there's a, and you know bob Iger kind of was talking about this right uh He wants to see, you know, like maybe fewer going back, fewer movies going back to the well and existing characters and, you know, moving things forward instead. And maybe this is all kind of, you start to see what he's maybe getting at with some of this stuff.
0: I hope that's not a mistake.
1: Like going, doing an Ant-Man 3?
0: Well, some of these characters are beloved.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think there's other ways to bring them back, right? Like you don't have to have them have a standalone film. You can work them into uh an Avengers film or do more crossover type films. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I, I honestly feel like uh, I get it from a branding perspective, like the crossovers need to have Avengers in the title. But at the same time, I think you could play play with that a little bit. Thunderbolts maybe is going to be kind of heading in that direction slightly differently, but I think they could, there's more opportunity than uh, maybe folks let on uh, at at, the, at Marvel uh, studios about the opportunity for that kind of stuff. So maybe we could have seen Ant-Man and the Wasp and folks as a major component of some other crossover type, you know, journey in a mystery type of thing or something. Who knows?
0: The Wasp is a big part of Avengers lore. Also that. They've decided not to do that for whatever reason. Yeah. The only thing they've retained is like a series of more baffling haircuts. (laughs)
1: that won't change in ant-man 3 for you man
0: (laughs) i'm very aware of this i have seen the trailers i feel like i've seen half the damn movie (laughs) that in the super mario brothers (laughs) trailers i am really looking forward to that movie
1: super mario brothers
0: yeah i don't know why i'm so pumped for it but
1: you know, I'm I'm generally positive about it. I'm like not the uh, not hyped necessarily, but like, yeah, let's let's do this. It's overdue. I the, mean, the sheesh.
0: tone looks looks right. The animation looks solid. It looks like they've hit all like they've hit they've taken all the lore and really put it in there. I I think then, it might be really fun.
1: Nintendo's very very careful about their properties nowadays, so you know that they cooked this for a long time.
0: I still only hope that's true. I, I I don't follow them that closely as a company.
1: They're very conservative about how they do stuff. They don't lend the properties out uh, for adaptation and stuff very often. They surprised a lot of people actually uh, a few years back when uh, they let, uh, they, they let uh, Ubisoft make a, a Mario game that's kind of like a tactics type game where Mario and folks get guns. <laughs> I mean, they're they're make believe guns. They don't they're not like you know like AK forty sevens or anything. But that was like a big deal, you know, a thing where like if they took this chance, they they. By the way, in that that Mario game with the guns was was a smash hit. So I think they kind of they take risks, but they kind of know that they're not not so risky. So mm. it's it's probably gonna be pretty good.
0: They've always been very Disney like since since you and I were young. I I, I we I still remember like when <laughs> them like. The controversy over them bringing Mortal Kombat to the platform. Oh yeah, and it's like, yeah. why are why are they so dirty? <laughs> <laughs> well, we we made the we made the blood brown, and that's better, right? Oh, okay, sure, whatever.
1: We made it to the end of the bracket.
0: Yeah, we did, and but the, the bracket did not do us in, even though it tried very hard. <laughs> um, God, there's a bunch of stuff I want to talk about, but I think I think this is a good, solid episode. We just leave it there. Sure. We come back. Um when I get back from soccer I con Ariel Rodriguez of Austin, Texas for a little bit longer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you for, uh, <laughs> doing the Sophie's choice with me over and over again this evening.
1: <laughs> Thank you for having me, sir. It was a- absolutely entertaining
0: <laughs> and excruciating. <it's> <laughs> I've been Cyrus Mordazavi of Kirkland, Washington, also of great swords studios.com, which apparently I can't say anymore. And this has been Full of Sun and Fury podcast. This episode and previous episodes of Full of Sun and Fury podcast are available at fullofsunandfurypodcast Fury Podcast.com or by subscription at wherever the hell you get your podcasts. This has been a Great Sword Studios production. Copyright two thousand twenty three.